Welcome into the lounge. I am flying solo this week because Garrett Downing is still just just parading around in Europe getting fat. I did text with him. Dudes, dude might come in tipping 200. Oh, I'm telling you, you're in France. You're eating croissants, cheese, bread, chocolate. It's, it's going to be a bad picture when he gets back. So anyway, flying solo. We told you we wouldn't have a podcast podcast episode while Garrett was gone because he's the editor. But you know what? I can run the show all by myself. Okay, so we're going to give you a little remix this week, and we're going to bring you the Terrell Suggs teleconference call. Okay, we had PSL ticket holders. These are season ticket holders. They called in this week to ask their questions of Terrell Suggs. Really cool thing. I mean, it's not often that you hear a team take a star player and they answer questions directly from fans. So Suggs did that for nearly an hour, and I'm going to play that for you this week as our podcast. Sit back and enjoy. Ravens fans, thanks so much for taking the time to join us this evening for tonight's Ravens fan teleforum. I'm Jerry Sandusky, voice of the Ravens. Delighted to share the uh, phone and the platform with you tonight with Ravens linebacker, pass rusher, pro bowler, future Hall of Famer, Terrell Suggs, who was with us for the next hour. And uh, we certainly welcome your questions for Terrell. You can ask a question by pressing star three on your phone, and that'll put you in the queue to talk to Terrell Suggs, who is going into his 16th Ravens season. And, Terrell, as we get started tonight, 16 years. Mm-hmm. You see a new rookie class coming. I remember your rookie class. Oh, it seems like so long ago. Make the hyperspace leap from 16 years ago. What yeah. do you wish you could have told Terrell Suggs 16 years ago when you first walked in this building? Pay attention. Do not take, do not take for granted the people that are in this building it's a lot. It's a lot. First thing I'll do is whoop his ass. Like, a <laughs> 20-year-old kid need his ass whooped. Like, I, I mean, I was just in a different world, you know, and it was just like, I was just, I was just like, it, I was really remedial. Like, and you know, Ray Lewis, <laughs> he tried to teach me so many things at that age. When I was 20, I could but, you know, he came in at 22, 20 as well, excuse me. And but when he was talking to me, it was like he was speaking German and French, so I, I just couldn't, I couldn't comprehend. I was like, "Look, man, I'm just here to pass rush. I'm just here to get up." To the... <laughs> but Dave was like, "Nah, we don't draft just pass rushes in the first round. You're gonna do everything." So I had to, uh, uh, it took me a minute, but I took heed to that. But I would definitely tell him to hey, soak all, soak all of this in. Do not take it for granted. At over 16 years, you have done everything. You've been a multi trip to the Pro Bowl, you've been a defensive player of the year, you have Super Bowl ring, you have every wow. accolade, so what keeps driving you? What drives you in year 16? I said this before, to do it all again. It's a, it's, it's, it's a trip to get to do it all again, and um, I love playing ball. You know, I love playing ball. I love being civil. You know, when the time comes for me to just be a full-time dad, full-time actor, writer, director, producer... I'll do all that, but right now, you know, it, it's flock. Go flock, Ravens Nation. So let's head to the phones, and we'll get your calls. We're going to start things off with Josh Muir. Josh Muir has been a PSL owner for the last couple of years. And Josh? Hello? Trying to get Josh on here. Let me do yes, it. Yes, I'm here. Okay, There Josh. we go. There yeah, we go. Hey, guys. 
How you doing, Dad? <laughs> hey, Appreciate you. Good, Terrell. Hey, thank you. So, uh, thank you for taking your time out of your uh, busy schedule to meet with us as uh, PS owners and fans. But I want to ask you, as uh, I don't know if you've met the current draft class this year. We're all excited, obviously, but. Um, my question to you is, what are you excited about the future of the franchise? Obviously, the talk being changing of the guard and quarterbacks, you know, next year and changing the style of play. Um, what are you most excited about seeing as for the future of the Ravens as a youth movement? Well, I got to be honest with you. I haven't really looked that far down ahead. <laughs> um, you know, my main focus is pretty much the season ahead. But as for the young guys that we brought in, you know, tremendously, you know, Ozzy and Eric and, and the rest of the staff did a great job. Our scouts did a great job with our draft class and bringing guys in. Um, they have a tremendous amount of potential, and, you know, and it's uh, up to them to kind of cash in on that. You know what I'm saying? They're only going to reap the the benefit of the reward that they put in on their hard work. So if they come in ready to work and, you know, and um, and earn that Raven decal, then That's right. the future look re- pretty bright for them. And they got they got the guy to, to lead them. I know you've taken over that uh, torch that Ray left you, and uh, I I believe that we have the leadership in the you know with you and Harbaugh at the helm. I think we have the right leadership to take us there. And and uh, you know forgive me for jumping a gun, but uh, you're right. You got to focus on this year and getting back to the playoffs is most important to us all. Absolutely, absolutely. That's the number one objective. Josh, appreciate the call. Josh talked about the uh, rookie class. I was talking with Dennis Pitta last season, and he said his biggest eye opener as a rookie was getting into training camp and realizing that he had to do more than catch passes. Yeah. He had to block you. Yeah. And if they sent him over the middle, he had to block Ray Lewis. Hey, no. Uh, At which point he really did not like the idea of being an NFL tight oh, end. I mean, you know, you got, you got sizzle, so we're going we're gonna to be 100% honest. We're going to keep it 100% raw. You know, I'm the biggest. There's not a bigger fan in the world of Dennis Fitter than me or probably his children, but we beat up Dennis pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> When he got here, he had me, Pernell. Uh, we had a lot of big outside linebackers, Jared Johnson, and we were beating Dennis up. But we realized we couldn't cover him. So we were like, all right, we're going to take it easy, and this guy can be a pretty good weapon for us. And that's how the unicorn was born. We started taking it easy on Dennis, and he started catching everything in the game. So it all kind of worked out. Will you take a similar approach with the two rookie tight ends this year? Thor? Oh, no. Like we're going to have a lot of fun with him. I don't know. We're going to see. We're going to see. <laughs> Go back to the phone lines and your calls and thoughts for Terrell Sellings. Gail Schreiner, who's been a PSL owner since day one in Westminster. Gail, you're on with Terrell Suggs. How you doing, Gail? Hey, how are you, Terrell? First of all, you are my favorite player. You have been since the first game you started. And every oh. time you hit the field, it's like I wait for you to come out of that tunnel. That's all oh, I'm waiting for. You. Go ahead, I'm sorry. That's all right. I wanted to ask you um, about also about the rookie class. And I know you probably haven't seen him much. He only has a couple, I think, days of OTAs. But do is there anybody who particularly stands out to you that you're excited about? And also, do the Ravens that exist, you know, talk to each other after the draft and say, whoa, check the draft out. We did great. We didn't do great. Um. Uh, to, but before we get into all that, I want to say thank you, you know, for being a PSL uh, owner. You know, we always appreciate and we love our fans. We have the best fans in the world. But uh, secondly, uh, we haven't really seen, you know, I mean, you know, you hear about the guys that we brought in, you know, their success in college. 
And like I said, it has it has tremendous potential. We're very optimistic about it. But, you know, you, you get out of it what you put into it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, potential never really won a game and never made a play. It's like, you know, the person himself, the athlete itself had to do it. So, like I said, we're very optimistic about it. But, you know, as far as class, they will be as successful as they want to be. It, depends, it all depends on the work that they put into it. So, awesome. but we we are very positive about it, and we're, we're very, you know, looking forward to see what they can do. So there's really no standout guy. I can't really say, oh, I'm looking forward to see what this guy can do or that guy can do. Uh, I want to see who's going to be the X factor, you know, who's going to help us get to 12 and 13 wins. You know what I'm saying? And we're right. going to find out pretty quick. And, um well, Go ahead, I'm well, sorry. This year, look up, uh, when you look up towards uh, the club level, you're going to see your Suggs fan sign. So I'll wave right. waving to you. We will do, I will do that. Gail, appreciate the hey. call. Thank you very much. All right. Stay here on the phone lines. Up next for Terrell Suggs, we're going to visit with Vernon Tome. Vernon has been a PSL owner the last five years, calling it from Northeast Maryland. Vernon, you're on with Terrell Suggs. Thank you. Hello, Terrell. How are you? How you doing, Vernon? I'm doing very good. I have the pleasure of sitting right across from a group of your family. I have to tell you, they're very nice people. Very nice. Oh, people. thank you, thank you. You get to see the fun side of them. Yeah, I get to see, yeah. Uh, they they, they got a sense <laughs> on there that gets real enthusiastic there sometimes. Yeah. yeah. That was Duke. He was just there. Yeah. Do you uh, do you see you and uh, Flacco being uh, the strong? strong parts of the team for uh, some time to come yet, or are you about to reach your peak? <laughs> well, to be totally honest with you, I don't see my peak in my near future. You know what I'm saying? So the answer to your question is yes, we're definitely going to be, you know, two major key, key parts, you know, of uh, leadership on this team. But we also have other leaders. But, you know, from an offense and defensive standpoint, absolutely. You know, um, okay. we take that very serious. We take pride in that. And, um we're looking forward to do some things, some special things this year. Oh, that's great. I I hope you uh, I hope you'll uh, strive to stay up on your feet too during the anthem and not take any knees in the future. <laughs> uh, yes, sir. Vernon, appreciate the call. Up next for Terrell Suggs, we're going to visit with Kim Dews. Kim checking in from Baltimore, a PSL owner for the last dozen years. Kim, you're on with Terrell Suggs. Good evening, I'm Jerry and Terrell. Thank you for Terrell for uh, taking this time out to speak to the fans this evening. This this really means a lot. It's a big deal. I was talking about it all day at work. They got sick of me talking about it. But, um, I'm I'm a huge Rage Ravens fan, and what I want to know is 15 years in the league of such a I mean a physically demanding job. After 15 years, how do you still get yourself mentally? and primarily physically prepare for a 16-game or longer, hopefully, season, just the physical pounding that you take in, in, the, in the profession that you have? Well, first of all, Kim, thank you for calling. You know, we appreciate the calls. We always love this rare opportunity to kind of, like, be one-on-one with our fans. And, it's so cool. It's so and cool. And, you know, for you to ask, a, a, you know, a question, you know, and kind of get to know us a little better, I think that's pretty awesome. But – I don't know. You know, I mean, it, it, uh, I love playing football. I love what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, my father told me when I was very young that uh, if you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. Mm-hmm. Yep, I've heard so, that. Yep. Um, football's never been very difficult for me. You know, I've all, I always love to play. But like you said, uh, 
the 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 game we play is very physical, mm-hmm. and you know it, it it is very brutal on the body. But if you pretty much at this stage in my game, my number one the number one important thing is diet. Mm-hmm. If uh, I put the right fuel in my body, then my mm-hmm. body will pretty much do what I ask it to. And you know right. I got to train pretty hard. I've been training here. Um, with our training staff, with our, our strength and conditioning coach, Steve Saunders, and it's uh it's been life altering to be totally honest with you. It's it's awesome. changed my life and down down, you know, this this uh fit you know, year fifteen, uh fourteen and fifteen, he's he's helped me tremendously. So, you know, and um that that has a lot to do with it. Fantastic. I mean it's no no offense to Justin Tucker, love him to death, but Kicker has a very fun job. Kim, we, we appreciate the call. Terrell, the only guys that last in the NFL are guys who repeat what you just said. Diet. Yeah, it's a you, diet. You have to have talent. You have to work hard. You have to stay healthy. with millions of things. But but they, the one common theme is they learn diet. Ray, right. Ray talk about it. I heard Ed talk about it. What's the big diet realization you had somewhere along the journey where you were, in order to be here at 16 years, you made that change? Well, I'm pretty sure it started for Ray pretty uh, sooner than when I recognized it. Like I said, my first five years here, I was, I think my first three years in the league, I was the youngest guy in the NFL. And <laughs> I think my first five years here, I was the youngest guy on the team. Well, it was probably not the first five, maybe two or three. But when I noticed, like, Ray – it was uh, 2010, around 2011, he always had a gallon of water with him. And he was drinking water, pounding water, pounding water. I was like, why are you always drinking water? He was like, water is the number one thing our body needs besides rest. You know what I'm saying? So he was always into it. You know, to, uh, Ray, it was a, it was year-round for him. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I sat next to him for, I don't know, I'm in year 16. What, he retired five years ago because he's going to the Hall of Fame. Congratulations to the GOAT. Um, 81 days away. Yeah, congratulations to the GOAT. You know, he's going in. But um, I sat next to him for, what, 13, 14 years. And, you know, you can't get a better education. He was always in shape. He's always had his abs. He's always cut up. You know, and it was just like, oh. You know, when I was young, you know, when I first got in the league, I had a terrible diet. ate fast food, and my body didn't result. I mean, you didn't see the results, you know what I'm saying? But then once I changed my diet a little bit, I noticed my, my, my game changed. So it was like once it clicked, it was like, yeah, I can't be eating terrible anymore. My body lets me know immediately now when I eat bad. Back to the phone calls. Ravens PSL owners Dominic Tiso is on. Dominic, welcome to tonight's Ravens fan forum. You're on with Terrell Suggs. Hey, Sizzle. I just wanted to say. How you doing? I'm good, man. You've been my favorite player since I was 13 years old. I've had your jersey. I always wear it still. And just please don't ever leave, man. I appreciate that. I don't plan on going nowhere. All right. Um, my question is, I just want to know what your favorite play of your career is. My favorite play? Uh, Super Bowl. As it's, it's crazy as it sounds, you know, the last player, uh, the defensive player of that Super Bowl, the guy who was involved is on this team now. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Michael Crabtree. And, right. and you know, Jimmy, I walked in there, and Jimmy and uh, Michael Crabtree was talking about it. And – I was like, to be totally honest with you, Michael, it was an uncatchable ball. And it was like I went to the sideline, and I was just blinking. I was like, did we do it? Did we, did we do it? And it was just waiting. Like, uh, you know, that, that the offense is three plays and that punt and then to the kickoff, those were the longest. I don't even know how long that sediment was, but that was the longest part of the game to me. And I would say definitely when that ball flew over Michael's Crabtree head was my, my hands-down favorite play. 
Dominic, appreciate uh, the call. Good memories. Thanks, thanks. Thanks. Yeah. That, that last series probably felt almost as long as the blackout felt. Oh, man. That last series was long. But it's crazy that we bring this up because, you know, in 2012, uh, going into the playoffs, Jimmy Smith, was very he was very upset. He wanted to play more. And, you know, he had a up and down because he had, kept, had some injuries and all that. I was like, Jimmy, uh, we was in the sauna. It was me, him, and Haloti. And I told Jimmy, I was like, Jimmy, if you think we're not going to need you to win this, you're mistaken. I'm like, we're going to need you to win the Super Bowl. And he made the last three plays. Like, like it's like right. crazy. It's like deja vu. It's like it happened just a few minutes ago. I was like, Jimmy, we're going to need you to win. And he made last three plays, all three of them. They don't need him again this year. Oh, we're gonna need him again this year. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take it easy on Jimmy in camp too. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, got you, Jimbo. <laughs> Veteran prerogative. Up next, Richard Rapkin. Richard has uh, been a Ravens fan since he was young, and Richard now has a chance to talk with Terrell Suggs. Go right ahead. Great. Th- thanks for having us on the show. And uh, I've been a uh, PSL owner since uh, inception, and um, I've nice. built uh, I've built my uh, my kids to be Ravens fans. And I actually have one of my kids right here, Spencer. How you doing, Spencer? Good. And Spencer right. has a quick question for you. All right, let's hear it, Spence. Says, um, do you have any surprises coming out of the tunnel? This oh, year? that is nice. It has been discussed between me and Brandon Williams. He's been like, "When are you gonna do this year?" <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> "I will only do some if we're." Ahead on points. I mean, we have a lot of wins in in the can already, but it's been some talk and some discussion that I'm pretty sure everybody can kind of put their hand on what I'm thinking about doing in what particular game. So uh, we are, just leave it to to a surprise. But if 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 we're doing what we're supposed to, we're holding up our end of the bargain. Then yes, you can expect a surprise out of an entry or two this year. Spencer, we appreciate you all, buddy. Thank you, Spencer. Thank you. Appreciate you. Y'all have a good one. Thank you, Richard. You too. We'll, we'll see you guys at the stadium. We'll be there. By the way, you see they're putting up the new scoreboards in the corner of the stadium? Yeah, I saw that. Pretty cool. You go by that stadium, you see something. We got on! How much? <laughs> <laughs> We're still on. Okay, that gives you a little bit of insight of how cool it is for, you know, this for, is pretty for cool. a young kid. You have kids that age. Yeah. You have a chance to talk to a player that they've watched, a father who's shared those games. Are, are, are those the moments where you get a glimpse of what this really means to fans? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've always had pretty serious fans. And, um, you know, I've always considered myself a player of the people. You know I mean? I've always wanted to kind of just everything I wanted to do was for our fans. So our fans can be proud of me. Like, you know what, that's our guy. You know what I'm saying? He plays for us, and you know, and, and – you know, for 16 years, this, this uh, city has, t- you know, said to me as one of their own. It's been pretty, it's been pretty flattering career to play it here. So the entire you know, thing. The entire thing. Well, you know, 16 in one stadium. That's not something you come across very that's often. That's not something you come across very often. In this or any other sport. But you've been able to do it, and hopefully it goes a lot longer than that. We're going to head back to the phone calls. And up next is going to be Brett Yoder. <laughs> We get our equipment to work. Brett, you're on with Terrell Suggs. Welcome to tonight's Ravens Teleforum. What? Hello. Hello, Brett. Yeah. Hi. Yeah, this is my son Emma. Sorry. Oh, that's all right. Okay. Go ahead, Emma. Hi. Hi. How you doing? Good. 
All's well. You having fun? My, who, um, who's your favorite quarterback to sack? Who's my favorite quarterback to sack? Who's your favorite quarterback to sack? Oh, okay. Uh, That one's pretty easy. It's definitely been. I only got him once last year, and it's been a couple of years before that since I got him before, like got him really good. So it's definitely the guy in uh in Pennsylvania that wear the black and that wear the black and yellow. So yeah, I like I like tackling him. What? We appreciate the question, buddy. Thanks for checking in. Thank you. I think that would be the Ravens fans' favorite quarterback to see sacked as well. <laughs> yeah. Some guys are more fun than others. Come on right, back. Absolutely. Timothy Farmer, Timothy, PSL owner since the very beginning, back in '96. You're on with Terrell Suggs, Tim. Hey, Terrell, how's it going? How you doing? Doing all right. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. All right, I just got a quick question. I know you're a defensive guy, but I got a question about the draft class from the uh, offense this year. You got Lamar Jackson and Orlando Brown Jr. What do you think about those guys and how they'll affect the team uh, going on this year in the future? Like I said, you know, um, they got the potential to be Ravens, and that's not an easy thing. You know, that's not an easy thing to accomplish. You know, we've had. great draft picks here before, and they may have been good players. They just weren't Ravens. You know, um, we're going to find out pretty quick, are these guys Ravens? They had a tremendous amount of success in college, and that's exciting. That's fun. Well, you know, at this level, um, we've been saying that that's pretty much been a, a, a popular question is, you know, what do we expect out of them? We expect, that, you know, we're going to find, like I said, we're going to find out pretty quick if they're Ravens or not. They're willing to work. The future is bright. Exactly. I appreciate it all. You, you had a chance over the years to, to line up against some young players. Uh-huh. Early in training camp, when you have that first pass rushing drill, huh. what are you looking for? Is it something in their eyes? When I say you're looking for, what are you looking for to get a sense of, okay, this guy can play at this level when he has to take you on for the I'm not time? particularly worried about him. When I'm out there practicing, it's pretty much, you know, it's me working. I'm trying to sharpen, you know, my sword, my dagger, whatever part of my game that I've discovered in the off season I need to work on, you know, um, just just something like that. So I can't really say, well, I'm looking for the look in their eyes and then, you know, I'm just I'm just out there working, man. I'm a, uh, I'm a big kid in the candy store, you know what I'm saying? It's my playground. I'm just out there having fun. Good enough. All right, back to the phone lines. Coming up next, we're going to check in with Mike Seavers. Seavers. Mike Seavers joins us. Mike, unfortunately, uh, has, has, has lost. How, how you doing, uh, Sizzle? How you doing? Mike, so, Mike, I know you're looking forward to talking to Zarell Suggs. We we are sorry for your personal loss. Michael Z. Oh, I'm doing. Uh, thank you. Uh, you know, my uh, my father-in-law just passed away, and he was a uh, season ticket owner like myself since uh, 1999. Um, we love watching you play, and I, I enjoy everything you've put, like, uh, your body through over the years. Um, you really still the last guy to play is what it means to be a Raven. Um, oh, my thanks. only question is, you know, and uh, let's do a, my favorite movie, uh, Old School, you and my boy, Blue. But <laughs> so my, only two, my only two questions are, um, how do you get your jersey number? And since I've seen you on Ballers on TV, do you see yourself in uh, commentary after you retire? Because you talk pretty good, man. Oh well, thank you, and like like uh, like Jerry said, you know we're you know we're sorry for your loss. Our condolences go out to you. But um, how did I get my jersey number? 
Is that what your question was? Yeah, so how did you get? How did you pick 55? I didn't. I walked in the building, and that's the, the jersey they gave me. And it was some other numbers that was available that wasn't too, it wasn't too flattering. I asked, well, who had 56? They was like, well, we don't get 56 out to rookies. And <laughs> that's what they said. It was a different time then. And, you know, Ed Hartwell had it. So it was the only really good number available. So I took it. And at the end of the day, it's the player that makes the number. It's not the number that makes the player. Absolutely. All right, coming up next is going to be Lee Capranolo. Lee is joining us. He is a uh, PSL holder for several years here. Lee, we're going to try to get you online here. Apologize for the glitch. Mm. Our computer is just not behaving. There you go, Technology. Lee. You're with Terrell Suggs. No problem whatsoever. Hello, Terrell. How you doing, Lee? I, uh, I uh, have uh, been a fan of yours for quite some time. When I'm out at the stadium, uh, my glasses, uh, my eyeglasses, uh, uh, binoculars are on you more than uh, than sometimes I follow the ball. Oh, I, wanna, man. I personally want to thank you for your playing, all of the entertainment that uh, I have enjoyed watching you play. You are the greatest. Thank you, sir. Thank you. I appreciate my, that. My question actually doesn't have anything about the upcoming season or the recent draft. I won't put you on the spot there. <clears throat> but the the move the the series on HBO that you guest starred in, The Ballers. Yeah. Uh I didn't know that your nickname was Sizzle. I, really? I didn't know I didn't know if that was uh your true nickname. Or if it is, I understand it is now. But yep. how did you get that? How did you get that nickname? Uh, it's actually very funny. Um, <laughs> my cousin Demar, he played basketball at Idaho State University, and he was a really good player. And they gave him the name D Sizzles. So naturally, with me being at Arizona State and me trying to live up to my big cousin. I inherited the name T Sizzle, so that's how okay. it happened. So yeah. was was it wasn't anything uh, particular that you did? Wasn't anything particular. I just it was my older cousin's name first. His name is Demar Sugg. You can Google him. Google his highlights. Okay. And uh, yeah, with us having the same last name, he was D Sizzle. Kind of, uh, kind of fit T Sizzle. Lee, appreciate the uh, call. That you're segment. quite welcome. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you, Lee. Into our next question. Our next question comes from Christopher Franklin. Mm. And Christopher has a question about legacy, since you were very much a part of the legacy that Ray Lewis instituted around here. I mean, you think about when you first came in here, you had coaches that you had to talk to, you had, you had organization that you had to live up to. But Ray, it was Ray that was was kind of setting the tone for the player culture, right? Yeah. And he kind of let you know this is how things are going to be. So our next caller is Christopher Franklin, and Chris has a legacy question for you. You're on with Terrell Suggs. Go ahead, Chris. Hey, what's going on, Terrell? How you doing, Chris? I'm, I'm great, man. I, I appreciate you taking out your time today to talk to me. I know when, when the fouls are on the field between Flacco and 55, we're in a good place. <laughs> we, yes, we are. Indeed. <laughs> But uh, my question was, I wanted to know, um, do you see yourself coaching when you're done your football career? 
And when that time does come, who do you see as your brother, your little brother, like Ray saw in you? Oh, man. <laughs> do I see myself coaching? To be totally honest with you, I haven't, I haven't, you know, ruled it out. You know what I'm saying? I'm just taking my time. I'm trying not to think about it too much. Just kind of con- concentrating on the football. So I haven't ruled okay. it out. That's definitely a possibility. It could or could not happen. Uh, but who do I see my, as my little brother, like race home with me? Well, Brandon Williams is pretty fun. He's definitely pretty fun. Um, but I've been hearing a lot of comparisons between myself and Matt Judon. So Matt Judon, Zedarius Smith, pretty much the outside linebackers, and Brandon Big Baby Williams. Good, good trio to have around, Chris. Yeah. Appreciate the call, buddy. Up next, it's Jordan Leibowitz. Jordan joins us. He's been a PSL owner for the past few years from Columbia, Maryland. Jordan, you're on with Terrell Suggs. Hey, how's it going? How's it going, Terrell? How you doing, Jordan? Pretty good. Uh, so, um, I'm actually graduating. I'm a senior in college, and I'm graduating this weekend from Ball So Hard University myself, actually. Uh, Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, but uh, my question for you is, uh, what a young defender do you think is going to have a breakout year this year? What young defender is going to have a breakout year? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Willie, Willie Earl Henry. He's going to have Willie. a breakout year. Tyus Bowser. I'm really optimistic about all our young guys. Peanut, okay. Patrick Owasu, Maurice Cannon. They basically pretty much all the guys that's here getting after it. I think the whole team is here, though. We're all pretty much here working out. I think we, uh, you know, especially with, at, you know, we're at the helm of uh, Dean Martindale, Don Martindale. So, you know, with the new uh, coordinator, I think all our young guys will have a breakout year. It's going to be a pretty special year. It's going to be a fun year. Jordan, appreciate the call. Good luck with the graduation ceremony at uh, Boston Hard University. Congratulations. Up next, joining us on our Ravens fan teleform, Rob joins us. Rob from Sparks, been a PSL owner the last 12 years. Rob, you're on with Terrell Suggs. Rob? Yes, hello, hello, how are you? How you doing, Rob? Rob? Really, we're losing you. Rob, your last shot here, buddy. Mr. Terrell, can you hear me? I can hear you. Who you got there with you? question for you, Terrell, is over the last two years, it seems as though the, the, the season has come down to one defensive stop and we just haven't been able to get it done. And I'm curious to know what you intend to do in order to change that this coming season. What we intend to do, that's a good question and a fair question because you're absolutely right. I think we're going to have a combination of most importantly – having the, uh, the right guys on the, in the right positions. I think it, it's got to be universal, you know what I'm saying, between coach and player. And I think that's what we're all work, been working on this past off season is all everybody in the building, not just in the locker room, not just in the coaching staff, but everywhere, front office, <laughs> uh, everywhere. We're all getting on the same page so that we don't, be on the outside looking in next year. Rob, appreciate the call, buddy. Good uh, question. Thank you very much. And a painful memory, but yeah. a motivating memory. Motivating. I mean, you can either accept that that's part of it or, or deny <laughs> it. Exactly. The other, the other thing I, I know you want to try to do is avoid having the season come down to a last page. Yeah, you you want to you want to have kind of have your your second season submitted. I mean, you know, cemented already. 
You know what I'm saying? You don't want to have to wait till the last two weeks to try to get in. You want to already have a date to the prom. And that's not easy to do. You've had a chance to look at the schedule. Player's perspective, I know you have to prepare for the one game at a time, but do you try to look at a schedule as first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter? You, do you break them down by eight you, games at a time? How, how do you evaluate You definitely game? break them down uh, four games at a time, you know, first quarter, second quarter, like that. And, um, you know, you highlight your red letter games. Your red letter games, is that mean at all costs you have to have those games? And... Um, you know, and you also look at your fun games. You know, you're like, oh, we get that one. That can be a lot of fun. You know, everybody, you know, got a game that pretty much they're looking forward to. All hands so, on deck. Yeah, you know, I think our first, our first set of business is definitely the AFC North. We handle our AFC North, and then we go from there. Good stuff. Up next, Brian Patterson. Brian, you're on with Terrell Suggs of tonight Ravens Fan Teleform. Thanks for joining us. Hey, how you doing, Sizzle? What's up, Brian? How you doing? All right, I got like like three quick questions. Uh, how do you uh, think Ozzy did with the uh, draft? Because I'm kind of liking both sides how he played it. Um, okay. The second one, second one is what kind of pain am I going to watch this defense put on the opposing team? And last but not least, could you take my boy Tim Williams from Alabama and put him under your wing and show him what what it is? Because I'm missing what I used to watch in Alabama. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
in in the league and defense um, from when you started from uh, to till now? How has football changed in the NFL for the defenses uh, in that time frame? It's most definitely become the modern day NBA, and uh, and I say that because just of the rule changes. It's uh, you know I come from an era where like hard hits was part of the game. You know what I'm saying? But like now, I understand they're trying to cut back on injuries. You know, uh, you know they they want to enhance player safety, and I get it, and I get it. But I said this in a recent interview. I signed up for this, so I, whatever comes with it, I'll take it. You know what I'm saying? But um, and also, you know, with the rule changes, uh, they want to see some touchdowns. This is definitely an offensive-driven league, and they want to see the 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 scoreboards lit up. You know, explosive offense. <laughs> uh, you know, explosive offenses get the fans in the seats. You know what I'm saying? And defense just wins the games. Yeah. Well, thanks yeah. a lot for, for all your service to us. Thank you. Appreciate the call. Thank you very much for joining us today. We'll stay ready with the phone calls up next. We've got a whole family ready to check in. The Hughes family, PS owner from 10 years from Walkersville. Hughes family, welcome to tonight's call. You're on with Terrell Suggs. Hey, Chief Sizzle. How you doing tonight? How you doing, Hughes family? Oh, we're doing awesome, man. I got my 10-year-old linebacker. I got my 13-year-old linebacker. And I got my poor husband who brought us all to the Ravens, and he's trying to get a huge leak that's coming down from the ceiling, he says. Nice, nice. Will you tell him, I'm, you know, I'm cheering for him right now. Hopefully you get that leap. You know what I'm saying? Water damage is terrible. He just, he just put his arm up. He said, thanks, man. So no I have problem, Tatum, no problem. Tatum and Gavin here, and they want to ask you a question. They're kind of shy. So, but tell I think them, don't Gavin be shy. They don't, they don't wear black and gold, so they're, they're pretty good. You know what I'm saying? Well, they're sitting here listening to you, but they're shaking their head. So, <laughs> What we want to know is what kind of advice do you have to give to these little guys who, uh, you know, want to get out there and they want to be hitting like you one day, sis? Oh, I would tell them to really enjoy being 10 and 13. Being a kid was the best thing for me. I think that's because, you know, um, as a kid, my father was really no pressure on me. He just wanted me to have fun and be the best player I can be. And he taught me how to tackle, you know, the, the the proper way to tackle so that I wouldn't get hurt, you know, and things like that. So I would tell them definitely enjoy themselves, enjoy being the age they are. And just, uh, if you know, playing football is something that they want to do. It's to just work at it every day, but most import- importantly, enjoy what they're doing. Team Hughes, thanks for checking in with the question for T Sizzle. We appreciate you being with us. We appreciate with you, the Hughes family. And good luck with the water. <laughs> Avoid the water stain by all means. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> you got yeah. it. Hang in there. Up next, Philip Letterer. Philip with a uh, with a movie question for a movie producer, a guy uh, who's nice. in the Cannes Film Festival. So Philip has a question for you outside the football field, and more into the way of uh, I guess uh, the red carpet. We would we would we would we would say <laughs> yeah. As soon as we get. Come on! With the tech, with the tech, the, the joy of technology. Technology, technology can be your friend, but or it's it can not also be cybergeddon. Hey, have you ever worn the green dot helmet? No. What have is ever, that? Have you ever been the guy who takes the defensive calls? No. So you've never had you've never had to deal with a technology breakdown in the middle of it. They don't want me to have it. We we just sidestepped that one. So Phil Letterer is out with Terrell Suggs. Phil, thanks for hanging in there tonight. Welcome to the call. How you doing, hey, Phil? Hey, thanks. 
I'm doing well. Um, thank you for taking my call. I actually, uh, I know, uh, figured you could use a deviation from the norm, and uh, we were wondering what your uh, favorite movies, recent movies, are. And uh, recent one? Yeah, and 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 of course, after that, a, a football question. Uh, okay. Over over your years in the NFL, who did you like to play against, and least like to play against? Um. Okay, my favorite my movie question is right now my favorite movie is definitely you know Avengers Infinity War Infinity War and Black Panther both of them because you know they all all those Avenger movies tie in together so those two movies are definitely high up there and uh, but the the sleeper one is uh, Three Billboards in Ebbing Missouri if you haven't checked that out check that out on On Demand tonight or your iTunes very I've great absolutely movie. seen Three Billboards. Oh, it's hilarious. I mean, it's a great film. It's a great Absolutely. film. Absolutely. I loved it. For me, I thought it was picture of the year, but, you know. She won the yeah. Academy Award for Actress of the Year. Yes. Yeah. Yes, she did. You know, so it was um, it was pretty good. Sam Rockwell, he worked. He won, too, for right. Best Supporting Actor. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Beginning, Middle, and End. Great movie. Yeah, it was a great, great movie. Great movie. Hilarious. So that's the movie question. And uh, my favorite, my favorite person to play against growing up, I'd say was definitely probably uh, either Drew Bledsoe because he didn't move and he didn't throw the ball <laughs> until he knew his guy was exactly open. So Drew Bledsoe was really fun to play against. And from a fan standpoint, who, who do I enjoy? I love playing against Farb. You know, uh, Michael Vick was like a human video game. Like he was really like it was like playing Madden. When you were out there, like, oh my God, we're really in a Madden game. He was really different, but it was like exciting to see. And Randy Moss too. I love playing against Randy, except for he went up there to Boston, and they won 19 games and <clears throat> came down here and had a game winner on us. But Randy Moss, I was a big Randy Moss fan going up. So those three guys, or four guys. Appreciate the call. Yeah, thank you very much for having us. <laughs> no problem. What do you have in the movie Pipeline? Anything in the way of producing? Uh yeah, I have a TV show that I am currently editing. It's called Shade. Um, yeah, it's basically about you know women's relationships. You know, yeah. Whoa. Yeah, I stepped out of my realm. You know, I, hey, I even started directing. You know, I co-directed it. Throwing shade. Like throwing shade. Yeah, right. we just call it Shade. Nice. You know, it's like started like the, the Facebook. We started as the Facebook, and then it was like Facebook dropped the name. Facebook. Except for when George Bush was the president, then it was the Google. Oh, was it? <laughs> yeah. Back to the phone line. Tyler Whitby joins us. Tyler, you're on with Terrell Suggs. How's it going, Terrell? How you doing, Tyler? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. Um, That's pretty awesome. Is, yeah. I know. My question is: I know yourself hasn't haven't played for any uh, other professional organizations, but mm. have you talked talked to other players who come in either through free agency or trades? about how the Ravens organization compares to the others, like the atmosphere, practice schedule, things of that nature? Yeah, I have. And it, it's very flattering because very fortunately, I did, I've never I've never been in another building. But when we get free agents, they come here and they say it's different here, like different in a great way, not a good way, but a great way. They say it's different here. Just uh, of the people in the building, the amount of care that you get, from, you know, front office to equipment staff to the lunchroom staff to our training room staff. Like, it's, it's a very close-knit building. And our locker room is one of a kind. Like, um, you know, guys come in, you know, you go to a new team, you're worried about fitting in, whatever, and, you know, guys 
fit in really, really quick. You know what I'm saying? They they get the open door to kind of like be themselves. And I, like like a lot of them said, you can ask any free agent you have. You can ask Tony Jefferson, any guy that was on another team. They'll tell you, hey, it, it's love here. You know what I'm saying? It's very different here. Like we have the the best facility in the world. We just got to upgrade, updated our locker room. You know, just like our our you know our equipment here is like none other. It's it, it, it's it's first class organization, first class organization, and I'm very proud that I've only wore these colors for the duration of my career. Tyler, appreciate the call, buddy. Thank you very much for joining us tonight. We're going to head over to Edward James Hurley Jr. Edward James Hurley Jr., man with four names. You get to talk with Terrell Suggs, a man with two names. Yes, yes indeed. Hey, Suggs, how you doing? How you doing? I'm doing well. Hey, I just wanted to – you touched on it briefly earlier. Um uh, Wink Martindale is our defensive coordinator. You spent some time as uh, with him as the linebackers coach. What is he? Um, why are you excited about him being the defensive coordinator? And what is he going to bring to the table? Once is his, his intelligence. Um, he's very. He has a very high football IQ. You know, I, I, I just I'm very excited because of of how he coaches. When you know we're in his room, just how he tells his guys is basically he's 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 taking the handcuffs on the guys. You know sometimes a player can be shackled just by you know the rules and the confines of a defense, but you know I think Wink is going to allow us to go make plays. You know what I'm saying and just be that fast flowing defense that you know this city and our fans love. So that's why I'm very excited. You know for the season. So you're saying there's going to be a lot of flexibility um, with the players aligned to make decisions, you know, during the play itself. Well, we can't tell you exactly what it is. I'm pretty sure the Cleveland Browns <laughs> and Eddie's listening too, you know, but, you know. Oh, uh, fair enough. <laughs> it's just, just no, it's going to be fun, especially with this personnel that we have. So. All right, excellent. I appreciate you. Thank you. You got it, buddy. Thanks for joining yeah. us. Up next. We're going to talk with Mike Healy. Mike's been a PSL owner since 1996. Mike, you're on with Terrell Suggs. Hey, it's great to talk to you guys. How are you, Terrell? How you doing, Mike? I'm fine. I'm down in the beautiful Shenandoah Valley, and my trip to the stadium is a three-hour one way and three hours back, but I enjoy every minute of it. Wow, I'm going to keep um, that in mind for them home games so we don't disappoint you. <laughs> okay. I'm up in 539, so give me a pump every now and then, okay? Oh, I look up uh, there. I see everybody. All right. I've got uh, – actually, uh, something occurred to me while I was waiting to ask the first question, and the first question is is this. Which team in our division, the uh, Browns, the Bengals, or the Steelers, have improved their team the most? And the other question is, you know, you played you – played, uh, uh, you play with a lot of linebackers, and I need you to exclude Ray. Who is the – who – what other linebacker that you played with felt like you had his back? He knew you had his back, and uh, you knew he had your back. Okay. The first answer to that question, um, who do I think update the roster? I haven't really seen everybody's additions and losses, but – only people really been making noise this offseason is definitely the Cleveland Browns, Hugh Jackson. You know, they did some things with yeah. uh, free agency. They brought over Ty Haley from Pittsburgh. Uh, they added a former Raven, Tyrod, 
and anybody that's ever wore this uniform and and <laughs> really can be considered, you know, a Raven is definitely a threat. So, and he's one of them. So, um, and you know, they added Landry, you know. So, I, I, I think Cleveland's probably will win that award. And uh, what was the second part of his question? Second part of the question. Oh, the yeah. linebacker yeah. who had my back. Yeah. You got to understand, organized chaos was special. We all had that. Like you said, excluding Ray. You got to throw Ray out because he's an obvious, you know. Yeah, oh, he, yeah, had he my was a mitochondria. He was the center of it. You know, he was the yeah. life force. So, um, it was definitely Adelis Thomas, Bar Scott, and Jared Johnson. All You know, all of those men alike. Uh, no That's one great. more than the other. You know what I'm saying? And Jerry Johnson don't get enough credit because, I mean, we're all living in the shadow of a giant. You know what I'm saying? But right, right. Jerry Johnson don't get enough credit. You know what I'm saying? He got us lined up, and he knew every he knew everybody on the field job. You got to understand, some plays, I probably made the play, but I was definitely in the wrong position. And Jerry <laughs> probably told me five seconds earlier in my other job, like, you know, those drives can get kind of long and, you know, you get tired and you become human and you start forgetting, you know, what you're supposed to do. I would ask Jerry, Jerry, what I got? He'd be like, you brush the or you got you got to drop. You got seen flight. Like, he knew he knew everybody's job. So I'm going to have to start mentioning Jerry to make sure he get his credit because he don't get enough credit. He, he definitely was like a secret service. He had the toughest job, and he got no recognition for it. You know, he played Sam linebacker for us, and he was sensational as, at it. And, you know, he did whatever he was he was told. He was a blue-collar guy, and he didn't, you know, he didn't get the fame for it, but he did his job and went home, you know what I'm saying? And I think he was a, he was a lunch pail guy, and I love Jared. Mike, appreciate well, the call. I, I, Great question, too. Jared will be part of our broadcast team again this year. He what? brought a lot to it last year. Y'all yeah, bringing back Double J? Double J, Double J, coming back to the, the little The little southern boy. Up next is Don, who checks in with a question about offensive uh, – Lyman and left tackle. Hey, Terrell, thanks for taking the call. No problem. Quick question. Quick question. I got two quick questions and a favor to ask. The first question is, who is the absolute best left tackle you ever went against, or tackle for that matter? The second question is, being a defensive guy, you've laid some big hits. Who have you hit that you felt is just the same? And my th- okay. my third and final requ- my third and final request is my ten uh, year old boy couldn't be on the call, so he's going to be upset. If you could give a shout out to little Donnie Eaton, who's a linebacker, I'd appreciate it. All right, how old is it? He he's ten years old. He's ten years old. Hey, <laughs> he's a linebacker. He is. He's a he's a good one too, man. Oh uh, well, he tell him if he's ten years old and he's a linebacker, tell him to watch Little Giants. And to model his game after Spike. Spike was an animal. Tell him, give go ahead and give him, you know, give it to him. Uh, what was your second question? What was the other Best question? Best left tackle you ever had. Best left tackle. That's pretty easy. Jonathan Ogden. Um, uh, outside of J.O. Outside of J.O. But I got to say that J.O. didn't work very hard to be great. I think he was born, and that's just what he was. Like, he, he was just great. Outside of J.O., uh, I would say in the past, it was a tie between Willie Rope and Walter Jones. And I guess in the present now, uh, the kid in Tennessee is really good, Lawan. He's good. The kid in uh, 
there's a lot of left tackles. Lawan's <laughs> the one that stands out right now. But, you know, um, the Jason Peters is really good. Tyron Smith in, in Dallas is really good. And, and the guy in Pennsylvania is pretty good, too. <laughs> Don't hey, forget, who buddy. Oh, who Don't do I hit? Oh, no, yeah, I want to answer that one. I remember it was 2005. Um, 2004 or five. we playing the Jets. Curtis Martin. Uh, I was supposed to rush. I ended up dropping. I tried to rush at the last minute, and they threw the ball to Curtis Martin on the check down. And I rocked him. But I, I, I played it off. But I was definitely – I felt it just as much as he did. Let's just say that, like you said. So, Curtis Martin. There you go, Don. You fair with fair enough. Questions. Thank you. You got it, buddy. Thank Appreciate you. it. You got time for one last caller before we have to wrap this up. Oh, man. This hour flew by. That flew by. And the last call tonight goes to Chris Bertram. Chris, you get the last call tonight with Terrell Suggs. All right. What's up, T-Sizzle? How you doing, Chris? Love seeing the big nickel come out of the players thing every week. Hey, man, that is an honor. I live for that. Hey, you know how to pump up the crowd just right. <laughs> I try. All right, I got two questions. Okay. Throughout your career, would there be anything you would do different and or change? And then number two, it seems more often times than not, they they pin it on you all to the defense to win the game. Do you think with adding the pieces of the puzzle, free agents, different people, do you think that'll be better this year? Um, yeah. Uh, okay, so the first answer to your question is what would I do different throughout my career? I think I would, like I was telling a young, they asked that, that was the first question, what would you tell a 20-year-old, you know, Terrell Suggs? I don't, don't take it for granted. I never thought I would be playing ball without Ray and Ed and Haloti and Anquan. And it was like, it was over in the flash. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 see, it, it came and went too fast. And, and it was like I didn't take a full advantage of my time with those guys. I thought we would always be on a team together. You know what I'm saying? So I would definitely, you know, definitely prepare. And if I could work out with them, study with them, more than the last few years than we had together, I did it the door, you know, my entire time with them. So that that's definitely one thing I would do different. And secondly, yeah, I, and like I said, I think it started, you know, with Dean retiring and <laughs> us hiring Don Martindale, you know, mm-hmm. to kind of take over this young group, these young hungry, these young bulls, and uh, kind of get back to the way we used to do things and, and taking the shackles off of us, so to say. Yeah. Chris, appreciate the call, buddy. Thank All you. Right. Thank All you. right. Uh, apologies to everybody who we did not get to tonight, but we certainly appreciate everybody weighing in and checking in with their thoughts. And want to take a minute and thank you, Terrell, for uh, making time. No problem. I tell you what. Exactly. I tell you what. If y'all can get me out of a training camp practice, I will do this again. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe once a week. Hey, you know, hey, I'd be like, you know what, Coach, if it's okay with you, I want to go talk to the fans on the phone. <laughs> and now, you know. So, we can do this again. So, Ravens fans, there you go. You have your chance to uh, perhaps talk to Terrell Suggs coming up. When training camp gets underway late July, five preseason games. I know you're mm. excited about that this year. Uh, it, it, it It's bittersweet. you got to come to camp early. But we get to see another one. We, we get to see a brother 
yeah. kind of the Hall of Fame. Yeah, we get to see it. You know, we get to see it, and you know, everybody talked about it. We actually get to see it. It happened in our time, so and it it's going to be kind of awesome. It will be memorable. 81 yeah. days away, and I have a funny feeling that when you decide, hopefully many years down the line, <laughs> the conversation will shift. When you decide to uh, retire, the conversation will shift for your trip to Canada. Hopefully, hopefully, but we um, we got a lot of work to do. like to hear it. Great yeah. times ahead. Again, Ravens fan, thank you so much for joining us tonight on our Ravens fan teleforum. You can leave comments about tonight's call and uh, strategies to get Terrell back on during training camp just by staying on the line after the conclusion of this call. For now, Terrell, thank you. Ravens fans, thank you. I'm Jerry Sandusky and the Hayes in the Barn. Well, that's really good stuff from Suggs. Insightful stuff that I never even heard about. You know, how he got his number, how he got his nickname. Just really good stuff. Like I said, you don't see many teams do this for their fans. So, very neat that Suggs took the time out to do it and the organization put it together. But that's it for this week's episode. As always, you can reach us at thelounge at ravens.nfl.net. And I'm going to give you a teaser for next week, okay? I'm a little scared to let this cat out of the bag just in case it falls through. But you know what? I'm a confident guy, all right? Next week, Ozzy Newsom is coming on the lounge. He's never had a conversation like this before. If you haven't figured it out by now, he's not in love with talking to the media. But he's going to come into the lounge because, as we all know, it's the biggest show in town. So make sure you tune in to that next week, and we'll be back with you. And also, Garrett will be here. So talk to you next week.